Hello, and welcome to the Mordinary Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Meredith. And we are the Moors. We are ordinary people who have experienced more than ordinary circumstances. Settle in as we discuss ordinary life and its extraordinary potential. So today we are getting into episode nine of the podcast, and today's topic is faith. And first of all, we're going to talk about how our faith started for each of us, where we found our faith, and um, how we got to where we were when the accident happened. And then we're going to talk about how, what our faith looked like through the accident and um, just how our faith played a part in our uh, recovery and in our process through our accident or in, through our trauma. So Meredith is going to start us off by just telling us a little bit about her story, her testimony, and how she came to know Jesus. We are both Christians and believe in the death, resurrection, of Christ, and Meredith's going to talk about how she found Christ and started a relationship with Christ. Hey guys, so this is a big story and means a lot to me in my life. So my story started when I was little. I went to church with my family every Sunday and went to children's church, and I knew that going to church was important, and I knew that reading the Bible was important, but I didn't really quite grasp why. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until my high school years when I attended a retreat through my church. And in that retreat, all they talked about was who Jesus was. And all they talked about was the cross and what it meant. And the sacrifice that was made for my personal, individual life. And so I think that's what brought it to light to me to realize the personal connection and the relationship that God and Jesus just want to have with me and what they did to make that happen, which was the death on the cross to make me be able to have a relationship with them again and be able to talk to them. And so that spoke a lot to me and it made me feel loved in a way that I've never felt and loved in a way that was really unconditional and full of grace. And that spoke volumes to me and that's when my life changed. And when I decided to commit my life was at that retreat. And then after that, I was then um, asked by a really good friend to attend Young Life. And if you're not familiar with Young Life Ministries, it's a ministry that focuses on high schoolers and meeting them where they're at. And I just loved it. I loved all of it. It was so fun. It was an environment that made me feel accepted for who I was and just continued to teach me about who Jesus is. And so I just couldn't get enough of it. And then when I was in college, I had the opportunity to learn how to be a Young Life Leader. They had that program at my college, at my university, and... I went through that training and I just thought, wow, I mean, such a cool opportunity to get to share my story with somebody else. And so I had the opportunity to be a Young Life leader in college to other high school um, kids at a local high school near my university. And what I love about that ministry, again, is just I think it it shows who Jesus was in, in the realm of how he always met people where they were at and loved them for who they were. And that's what this ministry really tries to show high schoolers. 
I mean, that age, you, you know, you can be so lost at that time. I know I was. And so I had that opportunity to do that. And so that, that built for me, my faith even stronger to be able to spend that time with girls and then see them commit their life and yeah. be a part of that it was just huge. And it, so it just showed me even, even more how important this is here on earth. Um, my story, I started, um, you know, very similar to Meredith where I grew up in the church. I grew up with just going to church every Sunday. And I, I started out in the Catholic church growing up and went through Catholic school all the way through eighth grade. And just, I had a lot of knowledge in my head about God, about scripture and what I should be doing. And it was all, and for me, it translated into a lot of what I need to do and a lot of do's or doing the right thing and, and being good enough to get to heaven. And it just seemed like there was a lot of, of, of do's, um, memorizing the right prayers and being, um, go, going through all the right hoops. And after I graduated eighth grade and left the Catholic school and went into public school, I, I was introduced to Young Life. And just like Meredith, uh, just fell in love with it and I went to summer camp for Young Life the freshman after the summer after my freshman year, and for the first time I heard about not just what you need to do, but what has been done for you. And for the first time I heard about the true relationship that you can have with Christ. It's not all um, knowledge in your head, and for the first time it moved down into my heart, and I truly had a relationship with Christ at that point. And I just surrendered to him. And I said, I want to know you. Mm. I, I, I want to know you. I don't want to just know of you. I don't want to know just facts about you or what the Bible says about you. I want to know you. Yeah. And it was, it was just really cool. And like what Meredith said, I had young life leaders who were modeling to me what a, what a true, authentic, transparent relationship looks like. And it, man, it had just, it served me so well moving forward of being able to just have that model of what a true authentic um, friendship looks like. There's only a certain amount. Um, you always need that model just to kind of get an idea of what that kind of friendship looks like. So, and then after Young Life Camp, I continued through high school really um, loyal to Young Life and did a lot of Young Life stuff all the way through high school and even worked at a summer camp um, after I graduated high school after I became an EMT and just always loved um, ministry. And what's interesting is you and I went very quickly from that very strong faith, you know, you being a leader and me working at camp and then quickly went, you know, a couple of years later, we were married. Yeah. And it was amazing how us getting that foundation set in our faith prepped us for what was ahead. Yeah. Little uh, did we know. Yeah. I mean, we didn't realize at the time just how much that faith and that, you know, that, that relationship with Christ was going to get us through this next period of life, which, which I like to refer to as kind of the wrestling match and how we had this trauma in our life. We had my accident and my paralysis and all that. And all of a sudden, I found myself asking questions to God, like, where are you? What's going on? And just this wrestling match of, I want to believe you so much that you have my best interest at heart, but I also really want to walk. 
and I really want my life to go back the way it was. And I, and I just was kept going to him with it. And, and I had a lot of anger and a really good friend finally told me, he said, if you're going to get angry with somebody, take it to the right person. And the only person who can fix you right now is God. And if you're going to be angry with somebody, take it to him. He can take it. He yeah. can, he can handle it. And that's what I did. And, and, and him and I went a few rounds and just, I just laid it out there. Like, where are you? And what, what is your plan here? I don't, I don't see a light at the end of this tunnel. It looks really dark to me and I don't um, really feel any hope. And just over time, he softened my heart and gave me little glimpses that there is something out there. And Meredith and I actually read a lot of, um, it was funny, we were talking about this and Meredith's like, this is the book of Job. (laughs) And we read through the book of Job and, and she was exactly right. I mean, it was the book of Job. Job went through those wrestling matches and those rounds with God. And yeah, if you don't yeah. know the story of Job, it's just an interesting one. And maybe you have heard it. And so hopefully we tell it the right way of how we read it. But um, so Job was just a very obedient. His characteristics were obedient to God. He showed integrity to everybody he was with. And so he was very um, successful. Mm-hmm. And he had a big family. He had in you know back then you know livestock was huge so he had a ton like i mean over a thousand of livestock which that's rich at those times and so he was doing really really well and at the very beginning in the first chapter it's just interesting god uh or satan comes to god um and says job says he's a great follower but he also is living this great life Mm -hmm. you've you've blessed him so why wouldn't he follow why of course he's gonna follow (laughs) you that's silly so what if i start taking things away are you okay with that and then we can really see if he believes you Mm -hmm. and he does so god says okay go ahead i'm gonna allow it and that's what happens to joe little by little trickling everything gets taken away and at the very end his family or I'm sorry, at the very end, he then gets plagued with an illness. illness. And he at that point, he's like, okay, this is a lot. Like, like enough's enough. Enough's like, enough. Yeah. I, yeah. This, is, this is very, very hard. Yeah. And so he starts that wrestling match, but he had his friends like come and sit with him for about a week. And in all this time that they're there, he's having this big wrestling match and struggling and being really, really mad at God. And what I love about this book is tragedy came over Job. Hmm. And in the midst of that, he he was so honest with God hmm. about how he was feeling. And I think in trauma, it's so important to be honest about your feelings and put words to it and, and be vocal about it. Hmm. And it, whether it's with just one person or a couple people, I just, I love this example and, and I run to it just as a reminder that our God, like you said, can take it. Yeah. He can take it. He knew what was happening. And I feel like we feel that with our circumstance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we didn't get as much taken away as Job, but yeah. our life changed. We had trauma and it was hard to take, hard to swallow, mm-hmm. even though we both had this wonderful foundation with Christ and 
we knew who he was and we knew he wanted this relationship and then yeah. but to have something that big taken away from you your whole idea of life um which is you know kind of similar to the story of job of just what he thought just got taken away and yeah. i think that's what trauma is right we've talked about that well and and you know we talk about i talked in previous episode about the my, my pizza dough analogy where, where when you go through trauma, you, you get stretched and you're like a, a hunk of dough and, and you get stretched and your weak points start popping. And we see this in the book of Job when, when Job's, you start seeing the holes in his crust where, where he starts just going after God, like, I can't take this anymore. Like, and, and he, and he starts crying out and you start seeing the holes pop up. But then you get glimpses of the strong parts of that dough where he's thick, where he's like, God, I am still going to praise you. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to praise you, but I'm mad at you at the same time. Yeah. And, and he finds a great balance of being able to do both. Yeah. I think in Job 12, it just kind of spoke to me where he is crying out saying, I am so mad at you. Like mm-hmm. this hurts. I'm not happy about this. But then he words, uses the word that changes it, right? Shift changes that mindset of I'm really mad at you. And he uses the word but. But, yep. And I think in scripture, like I think in, in just in any conversation, that changes. Like I'm really mad at you, but. And then he goes on to say, but true wisdom and power are found in God. Counsel and understanding are his. Hmm. Meaning I know you have a plan. Yep. I know that you know what's going on and I'm going to stick with you. And that's what Job's kind of story is. And at the very end of the story, um, God just blesses him. And then he, he like double time. Yeah. Even after, because he, God knew Job's going to be okay. Yeah. And and it's just an interesting story because I think whether you believe with us or not, Wounding comes from trauma, wherever you're at and wherever um, you're at with this, trauma's trauma and trauma's wounding. And and I think that if we can say that out loud and give it that voice, I mm-hmm. think it can also lessen its power. And we talk about bringing it to the light. Yeah. And we talked about how, especially during that depression and anger phase, especially, I feel, I feel as a Christian and, and I feel other Christians in those moments, you want to hide it. Yeah. Like those are weak emotions. And, and, oh my gosh, if someone thinks that I'm depressed or someone thinks that I'm angry, they're going to think maybe I'm not a strong follower or I I don't have a strong faith. And, and I'm sorry, but there's going to be traumas in all of our lives that take us to that breaking point. Yeah. And I, I remember laying in the hospital bed praying and I would just, pray, God, I want this to go away. I, I want to be able to walk. I want to, I want this to go, please take this away. But at the end of every prayer, I always finish with, but your will be done at the end, at the end of the prayer, God, but your will be done. Like the, there is your plan out there. And, and that's my, that was my, butt. but your will be done mm-hmm. at the, at the end of it. Uh, and, and that, and that's just like what, what Job did where, but God, I will continue to be faithful. Yeah. And I will continue to worship you. Yeah. And I yeah. think, like, in all trauma, people talk about closure and what closure would look like for you. And 
we've had people kind of even say to us, like, oh, man, you can't have closure because he's just mm-hmm. always in the chair. Yeah. It's always seen to you. And, it, and I get what I get what they were saying. But to me, in, in trauma, like you, it's a part of you. Like, mm-hmm. so closure is very hard in, in that instance of thought yeah. of you know, being able to move on in an earthly sense is, is kind of how we think, yeah. um, being here on earth. Like it's very hard to find closure in, in any kind of trauma that you have. Um, but there, you can find that acceptance and meaning Yeah. and that's as close as, you know, that's, that's can be your closure. But for us, we believe that our closure happened way before the accident, way mm-hmm. before we were even born. And that was what happened on the cross. Yeah. Um, God gave me closure when he rose on the third day. And I, yeah, like Meredith said, anytime you have trauma, you're going to have permanent wounding. There will always be that scar there. There will, uh, there will never be true closure from an earthly sense, but there is eternal closure. There's eternal closure that God has done this. It's over. You, our time on earth, we are simply visitors here. Yeah. This is not... Um, it's not our end. Th- this is not the end for me. Yeah. And I, I always keep telling myself, okay, I was 25 when the accident happened. Let's just say I lived to 85. I can spend 60 years in a chair if that means his kingdom would be bigger as a result of it. If just one person is going to spend eternity with God because of my accident... I'll spend 60 years in a chair if that means that somebody is going to live with God forever. And if heaven is going to be a little fuller because I spent 60 years in a chair, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to deal with. Well, and I think for some of our listeners, they could be like, what? (laughs) Like, really? And I get that. And I'm saying that from a really healthy position now, having a good day. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. there, There are days where I'm like, this is bull. Yeah. <laughs> I went out of this thing. You know? Yeah. Uh, throwing that fly. Yeah, you're catching me at a good moment. But, no, but ultimately, that is my, kind of my fuel. But like, what you're talking about is a word that that we speak a lot is redemption. Mm-hmm. Is the reason why right. you're in the chair. You know, and to that is what gives you hope right. to continue yep. with being in a chair. Yeah. Is what you're kind of saying is that if I'm able to help somebody because of what I've gone through, mm-hmm. then it was worth it. Yeah. If God can take this ugly, what what I consider just an ugly earthly mess and turn it into eternal gold, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, and, and just to be able to relate to somebody that's gone through something is so meaningful. Yeah. For, yeah. for the person just getting to be present in that such a vulnerable moment with somebody, mm-hmm. I think is just such an honor. Yeah, we now have a, kind of the clout or the ability to come alongside someone else that's going through the trauma and be there with them. Yeah, but it takes it takes having that relationship. And, and yeah. um, I don't want you guys to think what listening in that we think, oh, this is also worth it. Or mm-hmm. this is, um, I, I guess I want you guys to see kind of what we're saying is like, what we believe is that through our faith at the very beginning of the trauma built this foundation for us to fall back on because we Mm -hmm. fell 
Mm-hmm. Right? Trauma stops you in your tracks and you fall. No matter what you believe or what you're doing, you have to admit that. Like, that's what happens. Yeah. But thank goodness for us, we feel like our faith kept us moving forward in a way that we don't think we would have been able to move if we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And what keeps us going forward is that hope that there's a reason for it. That yeah. there's a that there's a bigger purpose than what we see, and that that's our hope. Yeah, yeah. Just that um, it's it's not just all about what we're seeing here on earth. There's there's a much bigger picture here. And even though sometimes we feel like we're kind of in the weeds, trudging through this life thing, there is a seventy thousand foot view of this thing. There's an eternal view that trying to get a glimpse of that is sometimes really important to keep keep us moving through some of the muck that we've yeah. talked about. Yeah, and I think all of our listeners, at least I'm assuming, and that could get me into trouble, but that you guys feel that, that you feel like, I'm going through this, and this stinks, there better be a reason, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we kind of all feel that, like, what the heck is this about? At least I'm kind of assuming in what I've heard from other people, it's just like, geez, like, this hurts, and that's yeah. what trauma is, and it's and it affects you deeply, and it can change you in a way that's either good or bad, right? We t- we mm-hmm. heard that from Doctor Butts, like trauma can change you, period. And you may not see the true redemption of it in your lifetime. A lot of that, from my perspective, a lot of the redemption of our event is going to happen on the other side of eternity, on the other side of death, of our earthly death. Listeners, I hope you guys um, feel encouraged with what we're having to say. We kind of felt like, gosh, we feel like this is a part of our story and we Mm -hmm. wanted to share it with you. And so hopefully you're able to take something from it and be um, encouraged or makes you think about something. That's always our hope. And we just appreciate you so much. And we want you to know that you're not alone and that you're willing to share this or, or let us know what you think. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah, you know, we've gotten some feedback, some comments and some feedback, and and that's really encouraging. We just thank you for those. So that kind of wraps us up for the day. We really want to thank you for giving us your time today. Um, If you got any episode ideas or questions or just you want to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear it. Mordinarypodcast at gmail.com. And then you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Feel free to direct message us or just comment. And we just thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button so you know exactly when we hit drop another episode and you can stay up to the current episode. And we thank you for tuning in and we will catch you next time.